Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Guys like Gretzky and, and Crosby are like these weird, like autistic sort of hockey autism things. Let's talk Devils and Islanders. Let's talk Penguins and Rangers. But let's not talk about Flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Don't try it until you've had it. This is episode 72 of the Friends and Rivals podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. With me, as always, are Stephen Woj to it. And I just want to say thoughts and prayers to Nick LaRue. Bill Fougere, and I want to say fuck the Islanders. But I wish you all the best. Nick. The Islanders, damn. Wow. Well, we are. We had a late scratch. Uh, Nick will not be joining us this evening, unfortunately. Uh, he is sick. Feel better, buddy. And uh, can't wait to have you back on the program next week. So we will be scratching impressions and our top five list tonight boys sorry about that just doesn't feel right not to do it with uh, without nick make those changes in your lineup card if you got yes yes so we are going to start out with a little ride the metro sponsored by nestle quick hello boys and girls do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance Of everyone, all preference We're all quick on the inside Anyway Nestle Quick, it does the trick uh, Before um, I get into Ride the Metro, Rangers Pens I need to eat a little bit of crow I gave the Rangers absolutely zero chance of coming back in this series. And I have never been happier to be proven wrong, but I got to hand it to our co-host, our penguins reporter, Bill Fougere never doubted, never once doubted that the penguins would blow the three, one lead and Jesus Christ, you were spot on with everything. What? Everything. Fucking kudos to, kudos to you, Bill, for being spot on with just about everything. Look, in game five. Just, wait, can I just can I just jump in? I, I will get you excuse me. I'm trying to get Bill a little praise here. Friday, 7 37 p.m. So what the game started at seven. Yeah. So this is seven. you know 30 30 minutes into the game, give or take. Welp, this one's over. I, I, I was I was I was getting to these as as even though I did not give them much of a chance in game five or in game six after they went down 2-0 in both of those games, they did something that only two other teams in NHL history have done. And that is come back from a 2-0 deficit in an elimination game that once but twice in a series. Unbelievable. The other two oh, were the. This one's over. The other one were the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers fuck and the, the Red Wings. The both, both of them happened in the Stanley Cup final. This was the only time it did not happen in the Stanley Cup final. Hopefully, it is an omen of what's to come. But no, no, it's not because if anybody had listened to me, the Penguins were dog shit. I don't even. The only thing that I don't understand is how the oh my god it would be so much better if you didn't have fucking cable vision oh god that whole Dude. rant didn't come that through. the whole rant we we got none of it damn it <laughs> can you do it again without coughing <laughs> what can uh, uh jesus oh my goodness cable vision you picked the wrong night to fuck with bill thank god you are not cable vision isn't a fucking sponsor oh my god he's frozen well listen that's he's never looked better uh okay i can hear you guys now can you hear me 
Yeah, Just yeah. You want to? We need that same energy. Ready? Go. <laughs> but I can't. I can't find it though. <laughs> I. I think what I was saying is that it's not. Uh, the only thing that I don't understand is how the Penguins were, were even ahead in any of the games for any amount of time. The Rangers were so far superior that it, it just, it's not a surprise at all. Because I watched that team down the stretch. They were dog shit, and they couldn't close out anybody. And, in fact, I was thinking about this the other day. There's only probably two teams in the entire NHL that I would pick the Penguins to be able to beat in a seven-game series right now. One of them is Detroit because they just kicked the crap out of Detroit all season. And the other one is actually Florida because somehow they just beat Bobrovsky all the time. There's no other team in the NHL that I could have seen them beating in the seven-game series. A playoff In the playoffs, are out of the play. So I don't know what took the Rangers so long to put them away. I don't know why the Rangers went all the way to a game seven overtime to be able to put away this shitty fucking team. It's just, it, I, I actually don't think it bodes well. I, hey, they fought through adversity. That's an important thing to do. I just don't think it bodes well altogether that they struggle so mightily with a shitty team. Look, it, g- it gives them a little bit of confidence going into the second round uh, and knowing that they got through the, you know, the first round and they come back the way they did gives Panarin a little bit of confidence. Mika has got some confidence. Kreider's got some confidence. The kid line's got, you know, a little bit of, of, of swag right now. So, you know what, if they came out of this with a little bit of confidence and they can take that into the second round against Carolina and put up a fight, so be it. So be it. And who knows? Maybe it also straightened out Igor because Igor was not playing very well. In fact, the last at last we left you, Igor got pulled in a 7-2 hockey game um, that he was just getting yeah. peppered on. But very, very un-Igorian. Yes, very un-Igorian. And then, you know, in the, within the next three games, he, he kind of found himself. He found his game. And I thought in game seven, I think it was one of his best games that he played all series long. Um, but the reason why the Penguins were in the position that they were in in this first round in this series is because the Rangers had no answer for Jake Gensel. Zero. Jake Gensel, to me, was that series MVP. He scored at will against the Rangers. He had, what, nine goals in the series, and he scored in every game. Well, it seemed like he scored in every game. Um, so that was a really big reason why the Penguins – were where were, were where they were uh, is because of Jake Gensel. So the Rangers needed something, needed a, a big hit, needed something to to really change the series. Um, and in Game Five, they kind of got that right. They they got that series changing hit or play that happened, and you know it came at the expense of Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby takes a, a hit from uh, Jacob Truba in the slot. Truba kind of lifted his elbow, caught his, caught his head. I didn't personally think it was a dirty hit because I'm rooting for the Rangers and rooting for Truba, but I tried to be as objective as I possibly can be. And to me, it looked like he was playing the puck and he didn't, I don't think Truba thought he was playing him there very well and he didn't want Crosby to get around him. So he reached his elbow out and he caught him in the head. I don't think there was intent there. Should have been a penalty. I don't even, it wasn't a penalty, right? It wasn't a penalty. No, they, they didn't do shit about it. <laughs> no. Of course they didn't do shit about it. It was only, it was only striking an opponent in the head. Why would the NHL do anything about that? Right. So here, here's the, uh, here's the play. Chicken wing there by Jacob Truba was the one that may have affected Sidney Crosby as he exited the ice at that particular moment. That second period, this chicken wing there by Jacob Truba. And look, one- to, to Crosby's credit, he came back two shifts after this and played, and then he finally just couldn't. He just couldn't go in the third period, and you saw Jeff Carter on the line with Gensel and Rust, and then you saw Malcolm on the line with Gensel and Rust. Um, that kind of changed things, and that's where you started seeing the Rangers um, started started to score, was after Crosby went down, and then um, later in the third period... Boyle moves in on Truba. Boyle went down. And Vetrano carries. Slowed down on the stick check. The chance for him. He scores! Philippito, I've been saying all year this kid's got to show me something. And finally in the playoffs, 
that's where he decided to, to score one of the biggest, if not the biggest goal of his career is to give the Rangers the lead early in the third period, which they did not relinquish. Now, earlier in this play, you know, Boyle was complaining that he got taken down and that he was barking at the referee about a penalty. There was no possible way short of, you know, Truba taking his, or I think that's Truba taking his stick and, and, and whacking Boyle across the face. That would probably be the only way that Truba was going to get a penalty in that position. On Truba. It did look like a trip. It did look like a trip hundred percent, but, um, no call on the play down the other end. Heedle scores Rangers. So that's two calls that went the Rangers way. Um, I mean, you're going to, okay, sure. Great. Just saying next time you complain about the refs, that's two calls that went your way. Well, the, trust me that we're, we're there. We're even for the entire series. If not, the penguins might be ahead in calls that went their way. Okay. What? Whose math is that? Oh that's Tom. It's that's absolutely Tom my math. And, and anybody knows any, any fucking ranger face. That, that's that's like a Tom <laughs> shortcut, which is always longer than the other way. No, it's not. Ranger fans are just proving themselves to be more delusional every day. No, no, no. <sighs> so then comes uh game six in Pittsburgh. Rangers go down. Well, you want to check nothing? his math on that? Game six after game five? That's sound right. <laughs> math is good. Thank you. Math is good. Uh, in this game, you know, the biggest story in here, well, there was two, right? There was the, uh, there was the penalty on, on, on Benny the Jet Rodriguez for retaliation to a Ryan Lindgren cross check. Um, and then there was the, uh, the Kreider goal with just over a minute to go. But, you know, that, that Rodriguez penalty, that retaliation penalty, immediately led to a Mika Zibanejad power play goal to, I think, tie the game. Um, and, and Coach Sullivan really, really didn't take too kindly to that retaliation penalty from Rodriguez and really gave him the stare down. I, I'm actually shocked that Rodriguez got to play the rest of that game. It wasn't nailed to the bench. But being shorthanded, I don't think Sullivan was in a position to bench a player like Rodriguez that could supply offense um, and, and with all of his speed in that game, I don't think he yeah, could have sat him. That's a regular that season move. That's not a play. Yeah. Move. In, in the regular season, there's no question. His yeah. ass would have been nailed to the bench. Um, but this, you know, this draws up a little bit of controversy that we're going to talk about um, after this segment. But this, this uh, replay starts with the Zibanejad goal. Then it takes us through and it shows us the, uh, the penalty, the retaliation penalty. So let's take a peek. Talked about it being a sore spot all Again, that's nothing long better than the playoffs. Puck possession, right? You win a draw, you dictate the terms. The Benajad wins that draw. Strong for Zibanejad, he scores! It took only five seconds. Zibanejad won the faceoff and scores his first goal of the series on the power play. Look at Mike Sel- so that it was actually the uh, the first goal for the Rangers uh, to get them on the board and and really get the monkey off the back of Zibanejad, who was not only getting destroyed in faceoffs in the series, but really didn't have any goals or really any offense to show for it. And this really took the monkey off off his back for for Zibanejad, not only on the on on the draws, but also uh, scoring a goal on the power play. So slight correction there, though. You said it led immediately to a Zibanejad goal. It took five seconds, actually. Well, that was what is immediately that that's immediate five seconds is immediately <laughs> i don't know it should be instantaneous <laughs> you're right i'm sorry stare to rodriguez right there quick little so cl- that that cross check to the back i mean look you can you can see both officials here and how much one one's all a season long all, what's that one's a linesman uh, yeah but but still all, all season long we've been talking about how shitty these refs are and you know what? I don't think that was a penalty. You think that was a penalty? You don't you think that was a penalty? I think he I think he goes to cut back Call and he just look at Mike Sullivan. Look at that stare to Rodriguez. Right there. I don't I don't think he gets him that hard. I don't think he I don't think it's penalty worthy. I've seen cross checks along the board way harder than that that weren't called. Yeah, That's and in this series, right? There was tons yeah. that were that were that yeah. were called throughout the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think that's a penalty. No. Quick little. All right. 
referee did not call it, but this is. But that is interference. Any day of the week and twice on Sunday, what Rodriguez did was interference. Lindgren was away from the puck and Rodriguez hit him. It's interference. It's a penalty every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Plus, it's a retaliation penalty, which refs love to call. Go, go back a little bit. Sure. How far? Just right there. Right there. Quick little cross check. Referee did not call it, but this is where. All right. Now, you think he was finishing Lindgren, his check? Lingren is the last guy to touch the puck. The puck yep. is within a is the puck is within a stick stick's length. I don't think that's interference. I mean, this is where you have to take a deep breath. He just played the puck. I mean, this is where you have to look at that stare to Rodriguez. Right, right there, quick little Ready? cross check. Referee did not call it. Touch the puck right there. Yeah, but I think the puck deflected off of Rodriguez's skate, yeah, and that's why it wasn't think, further away. Was that's why it was for, That's why it wasn't further away from Lindgren. Yeah, I, I don't think it's. I uh, think it's inter- I think it was an interference call. But what what did they even give him the penalty? Was it interference? Was the call, or was it cross checking or roughing? Probably roughing at that point. You think it was roughing? Yeah. But we'll we'll talk about that um, a little bit uh, later on. We, we but just did. No, we're going to talk about it a little bit more, actually. We don't have to. We just did. No, we have to. Tonight. We have to. Have to. But all in all, 3-3 in the third period, and this was just, just a heartbreaking is on here with Zibanejad and Kreider. It's a tough way to lose a hockey game just over a minute left to go in, in the third period. Um, Bill, I, 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 I do have a question for you. Jari played game seven, which was what, two days later, uh, than this game six. Do you think his health improved that much that he, in two days that he just got to start in game seven? Or was this the catalyst, was this goal, the catalyst to say, okay, Louis can't be our goalie anymore. We got to even, even a hurt Jari is better than Louis Domingue because I got to think. If Jari was healthy enough to play game seven, why wasn't he healthy enough to play game six? And you're playing with house money at that point. You're, you're, you're letting Jari go in there, win or lose. You still got another game, but it gives Jari the extra game to get himself settled, get himself maybe into some sort of rhythm. I, I didn't understand that if, if Jari was healthy enough for game seven, why he didn't play game six when okay. you're just playing with house money. Uh-huh. Dr. Harkness, I, I, I don't know uh, if you could uh, maybe explain the healing process for broken bones. Uh, I, I know you've gone through them. I, so. I can. I can absolutely explain that. <laughs> you know how many bones yeah, I broke? What what difference does two days make? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know his particular situation. I, I, could he have played game six? I, I, couldn't, I couldn't really say. But for sure, that I, almost 100%, they, they rushed him back sooner than they would have wanted to because it was a game seven. Because it was their last chance, and because they knew that Domingue, whatever you know, Domingue stepped in and did a serviceable job in these playoffs. But he, did a he great was not job. not he serviceable. Not, he did a great job, Bill. He did not steal them any games. He did not. He was not so good that that he you know was uh, was staring down this the, the Rangers and and and, uh, and, and you know they weren't like riding a wave of, of uh, Louis Domingue. It wasn't happening. He did a serviceable job, but let's not go too much farther than that. Um, but yeah, I mean, they got to game seven and, and they, I think, you know, that goal, whether it was that goal or whatever else, I, I think they knew that their, their luck had run out with them and, and, and it was desperation time. And it's like, and that's what you always say. And it, it, that's, it's almost like a sports cliche. Like, well, if it was game seven of the finals, yeah, I'd be out there. Um, or it's not the finals, but you know what I mean? This is yeah. game seven, your season's on the line. The guy's going to be out there. And he probably came back early and, and probably came back earlier than they would have wanted. But you know what? Now he's got the rest of the season to, to figure that out the rest of the offseason. But in game seven, I thought Jari played great in game seven. And, and I just thought if they gave him an extra game, that that maybe that game seven would have been a little bit different. But again, hindsight is always 2020 at this point in time. Yeah, but even tracking earlier in the series, you know, when they were reporting that he was starting to skate, like, um, you know, I, I don't know how early they were ramping him up really um it, it it's not like he was 
it's not like he was skating the entire time that this series was going on. So, so if there could have been, a, no, a, but you know, he, uh, he was practicing though. Um, I think he started practicing and skating after game four. So he was at least on the ice and, yeah. and taking and taking shots. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't question their, their process or whatever. And frankly, it, it was not different. All these things that we're talking about, whether this call went this way, whether that went that way, the Rangers were the better team. They were going to find a way to win those games. And we were all going to get to this same place anyway. Crosby goes down. Crosby doesn't go down. Kind of all irrelevant as far as I'm concerned. And that takes us now to game seven. Now, Rangers-Penguins game seven, the most watched round one game ever. Ever. On TNT. <laughs> I don't think it was just TNT. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was ever. Which is uh, amazing stat. I'm, I'm I'm really shocked to 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 hear that. But probably the one of the most controversial goals of the entire series came in the second period, when, I mean, Jake Gensel has just annihilated the Rangers in the entire first round. Somehow kicks the fucking puck up in the air and then bats it down with a stick. Well, one of the most Beautiful hand-eye coordination goals I have ever seen. However, to me, it was a little high. It was just high, in my opinion. How many times have they gone head-to-head? Crosby and Zibanejad. Crosby the victor. Let's hang. Swings it over. Crosby. Rossi in front. Getzel right there. And it's in score. Getzel finds a way. One of the most incredible goals I've ever seen. They're going to see. They're looking for a high stick. I don't think it's enough to overturn it. The Penguins win this faceoff, and Jake Gensel's going to go to the... But the Penguins announcer said it right there. I don't think there's enough to overturn it because they called it a goal on the ice. Is he okay? Are you talking to me? <laughs> you're, you're, just, you're here, buddy. You're like right at your camera. I know. I can't. I need I need those glasses that let you see me because now I'm trying to stare at your little screen on my on my device. Oh, so I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm just it's just because I'm trying to see it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna bring it up to my fucking nose. Fuck you're and up, <laughs> reaching for that puck. To I'm trying to get to one angle Jake and hopefully they show this foot. one particular angle because I don't know. I don't think there's enough to turn that over. What the hell are they talking about? I mean, you can look no. at it from every angle. Not enough to turn it over. <laughs> yeah, look, I understand it's where the puck is sticking and it's sticking. Well, I don't, I don't Still, see the heel was above the fucking crossbar. They have to have... No, I, uh, I caught the wrong replay of it because I need the angle from the side. The side no... that showed the dasher on the far boards, the blue line on the dasher showed that his heel of his stick when it touched the puck was above the crossbar because that blue line was above the crossbar height. That um, side angle showed it clear as crystal that it was high. And I didn't understand how Toronto missed that. Because they don't use logic when they're watching these videos. They, they, they don't, they don't understand like, the right. perspective. They don't understand like what they're, they don't understand what the fuck they're looking at. It was obviously a high stick. Uh, obviously, I, I can't, it couldn't be more it's, clear. It's 2022. Can't we just put a camera? Cameras are literally the smallest thing imaginable. They fit in the front screen of your fucking cell phone. We they can do? We put a fucking camera somewhere along the boards aimed right at the goal net, right at goal height, so that when a play like this happens, you can fucking see it better. Well, doesn't yeah. Toronto say that they have they have cameras in places that are not accessible to the broadcast television, right? For Toronto, like yeah, in the post, all don't above they have them in the, the post? They're all no, but they're, above, right above uh, the ice. They're above the ice. <laughs> oh, that, that's perfect. Never mind. We're good. <laughs> um, so uh, that takes us to kind of later on in the game, uh, as it progressed. Every five, we got to go through every goal. There was a no, just Tom's very parts excited. of each game. So. Right before the tying goal, third period by Zibanejad. We wouldn't have been doing any of this shit. No, because no, we definitely wouldn't have had time. For that. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we're a hockey podcast. Let, let's let's talk about hockey. <laughs> so, 
Uh, Lafreniere goes behind the net with uh, with Peterson, and this happens. There should have been a penalty on the play, but that is not the case. I mean, I don't know. Lafreniere looks like he's falling down. He's trying to what don't you balance. Know? I don't think the one of the things that was said about Lafreniere when he was drafted is that he has a really high hockey IQ. If this was on purpose, this is a fucking genius play. Genius play. Write exactly. him up for Mensa because it was on fucking purpose. Come exactly. It, you wait. You said it was on purpose. Yes, it was on purpose. You, you think he's, You think he's that brilliant? That he's gonna rip this friggin' because he knows that the chin strap is very loose in this guy, and he's just gonna rip the helmet off because he knows this guy's got to get off the ice. He's a well, dirty fucking that, ranger. <laughs> and yes, when anything that they could do, they did the whole series. So yes. How about even wow. more controversy? Go ahead and play the video. Sure. There should have been a penalty on the wow, the, the the ref right there. The ref's not even looking. Not even paying any attention because he's looking at the puck. Isn't there another referee that should have been looking at this? Yeah, he's tough, Where's the helmet? Look, all right, stop. No, no, go back. I'm trying to pause it right at where, where he gets up. Okay. The helmet is by a stick blade, right? Yeah, probably right along the boards or it's underneath Lafreniere, but Lafreniere is getting up and skating away. He doesn't have to go to the bench. They were talking about that. Nobody fucking knows that rule, apparently. Nobody. That's on the fucking player. He should know. All he's got to do is immediately pick up the helmet, put it on. He doesn't even have to do the chin strap. It's not on the player. He's it's not on the player. That. It's on the coach. It's no, on the coach for telling on. them that what come they on. need to do. And even Sullivan. Sullivan in the, in the press conference after the game said he had to get off. The, he had no. to get off the ice. You're a player. You got to know those those types of rules. Stick curve I, is a stick curve on the on the on the coach. I'm not disagreeing with you at all because he should have. Every player should know the rules of the game and Absolutely. what you can and cannot Especially get away. Especially that one. But I I didn't. I mean, look, I, I I'm I'm only uh, an expert because I have a microphone in front of me. But I had no idea that you can just stop and put the helmet on and, and that satisfies everything. I didn't, and you don't even have to put chin strap on. Right. You just have to just put, put your lid on. on, put the bucket on, and you're good to go. Apparently, nobody knows that. Apparently, nobody knows that. I knew it. So you know, Peterson gets off the ice, and then Rodriguez knocks it to the boards. Patterson does head to the bench, replaced by Latang. Okay, now stop. Now it's about to get a shot. He scores. I thought I thought the mouse was further over. Sorry about that. Go, 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 go back, go back, go back, go back. You want what Latang? Yeah. Okay. So Latang. The bench, replaced by Latang. He's in and, position. And now he's in prime, perfect position. He's in position. Uh, it's not prime, but he's getting there. He was in position, yeah. He was just too far away from the man he was supposed to be closer to. But he had enough time to get on the ice, get in position, and, and know where he should be. Yeah, but he he was definitely a little further, a little too far he down, too and he screening. He was screening Jari a little bit, wasn't he? But went right through. Didn't it go through his legs or something too? Patterson does head to the bench, replaced by Latang. Now it's about to jump in a shot. He scores. That point, I got to tell you, I was thinking about a lot of things going through my brain before that goal was scored. And then, you know, it, regulation ends, and then we get to can to I, overtime. Wait, can I just can I jump in? Sure. This go is ahead. why the previous game, I thought you you had said one of the goals was more important than. Zabinijad's that for me his two goals were more important than any other goal scored except for the Heedle goal just because that gave him the confidence you know that like you said that took the monkey off his back and really got him into the series oh yeah a, he was absent for five games he was he was absent for five games there's there's no question about that and he was really good on faceoffs in in game seven really like even beating Crosby Crosby probably still playing with a concussion but he, he Zibanejad played an excellent last half of that series and then they go to overtime and then they're kind of I don't I don't want to say gifted a penalty because it was a penalty I'm just surprised it wasn't a penalty shot I thought it should have been a penalty shot more than it should have been a 
just a, a power play. But it wasn't. Panarin uh, gets the, uh, well, we'll just, uh, which one do we want to hear first? Chronological order. Oh, you got to go home team first if you have them both. Well, we got to go national broadcast first. Oh, okay. Panarin, right wing circle, shoots, he scores! Awesome. <laughs> we don't have to hear everything. Yes, we do. And this was the uh, the MSG call. This was Sam and Joe. Now Panera moves in. He shoots. He scores. He scores. Rangers. Rangers. Rangers win. Uh, Rangers win. And then I wanted to find the, the Pittsburgh one. No, nope, we're good. Um, we're good. Yeah, I think we're all right. It's, you know, I don't need to relive this moment, you know, 85 times. It is a little douchey of you to do all this. You know that, right? What? So the fact that we had to hear the national broadcast of it and the local broadcast of it. All right, fine. I won't, give you, I won't give you the Pittsburgh one. Fine. No problem. <laughs> but the Rangers the come back. You're compromise. <laughs> and look they, they rallied a lot in this series they rallied in game three down four one to eventually lose that game they rallied in five and six from two oh down and they rallied in game seven from two one and three two down again why were you even down how what sense does that make you they didn't have dumoulin they didn't have crosby for a couple of games they, they were on their third string goaltender and and even when they were healthy they stunk in the last month of the season why were you ever down? That's my only question. Gensel. That's the reason. Jake Gensel, nine goals in the series. He's nine good. goals. That's good. So Rangers move on to Carolina where they're gonna they're gonna be in for it. Carolina, even though they went to game seven against Boston and 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 won. It's going to be a very, very challenging series for them. A lot of speed, um, a lot of a lot of defense. Freddie Anderson's going to be back for the Hurricanes in net. It's going to be a, a very challenging series for the Rangers. You know what, guys? We should get Randy on the line. Totally. Yeah. Well, I, I think Randy is uh, is ill. Oh, I, really, he, I really I want to talk to Randy tonight. Let's get Randy and Nick are both ill? Now you want to talk to Randy? Yeah, let's get him on. Is he <laughs> not available? Is oh, he's not shocking. available. Damn, I really want to talk to him tonight. So, um, Bill, where where the pen where the pens go from here? Uh, so uh, I don't know. Are we talking about offseason stuff already? Like, yeah. It, 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 from here, I mean, okay, it's been four years without getting out of the first round. Uh, everybody appreciate more than appreciates what the core guys have done with the the Latang and Malkin and, and Crosby core an unprecedented trio playing 16 seasons together. Mind-blowing. And, and in the playoffs every single one of the seasons. It's remarkable. Um, they, they, got their, they got their cups out of it. Um, and, and what I love to see, I, in an ideal world, do I somehow see them all go to the playoffs together again? Sure, that, that, would, be, that would be great. But uh, things have to change if they're going to advance in the playoffs. You, you don't want to be the team that's just going to the playoffs just to wave below and, and say goodbye after one round. There's no there's no point to it. Like, there's three kinds of teams that make the playoffs. There's there's legitimate Stanley Cup contenders. You know, you got, like, you know, teams like, you know, Colorado goes in, they're a real contender. And, uh, and Carolina thinks they're a real contender. And and Florida thinks they're a real contender. Tampa's one of the last two. They're real contenders. So those guys are going for a cup, right? And then you've got like the, the teams that are in that category of the up and coming teams that like, okay, they're going to the playoffs and they don't have a lot of playoff experience, but you know, they're, they're trying to get something to build on. And the Rangers are the very obvious one in, in that category in our conversation here, you know, uh, and there's probably others as well. You know, it's not that the Rangers don't have championship aspirations this season, but it wouldn't be a, a letdown if you don't get there, if you have a good showing. Right. 
because you're you're building on something. This isn't going to be the only time the playoffs. Um, and, and, but then you have on the other end teams like Pittsburgh. They're going to the playoffs. They're a veteran team. They're they go to the playoffs fully knowing they're not going to win. You know, they're they're not going to win the Stanley Cup with that group. And and so four straight seasons into the playoffs and, and straight out of the playoffs in one round, um, they can't status quo can't be the thing. They all of those guys were under contract until this year. Nella Tang and Malkin are, are free agents. And it's it's time for things to change. And and whether it is keeping them, uh, uh, you know, if, if Malkin wants to take a pay cut and wants to take a diminished role, then maybe they could find a role for him. Latang, I'd love to see him back, but you know, uh, if they can get him back at the at the salary he's been making all these years, then that would be great. But they can't really afford to pay him more. Um, Latang, I would take back in a heartbeat. He had a, a great season, but um, you know you've got to start using that that cap space capital to if you want to get any more runs out of out of Crosby. Um, it, it's you got to build something new. You got to you got to bring in some new parts. It can't be the same old thing. So that's that's what they're facing right now. The the, the choice there. Where does Rust fall on that list? High priority. So yeah, okay. very high priority. Um. I, Rust is a much bigger priority than, than Malkin. You know, uh, uh, if if they can't swing Rust and Latang, then I would still favor Rust, uh, getting Rust back if if they can possibly do it. But on the other hand, Ricard Raquel, um, you know, when he stepped in, he he had instant chemistry with Crosby on the right wing. If somebody's going to throw the kind of money at Rust that the Penguins just can't. If there's no viable way for, to bring him back, I, I wouldn't mind them going after Raquel and trying to retain him um, as, as kind of a plan B there. Okay. You're going to lose Jeff Carter too, right? I mean, I, I thought that was, out of anybody, the last two seasons, he was probably the best Penguins acquisition that they could have gotten. He, he played tremendous for them. He's, at the, yeah, he's been Hextall's best, uh, best acquisition, I think. And, and he had signed past this season. I think he signed is through he? next season. Oh, yeah. good. Definitely well, definitely through next season, maybe the season after. I forget. They gave him a bigger extension than they thought they would. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely signed through next season, at least. And Jari. Benny and Jari's, is, uh, yeah, Benny's uh, a free agent this year, which you got to yeah. think he'll, he'll get overpaid by somebody. Yeah, I, 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 it, that's pretty likely. I don't expect him back. But and they're and they're kind of loaded with right-handed forwards, so. But you don't think the these these guys are going to take deals like the like the Sizikis the of the world, and the Clutterbucks of the world who who take probably less than what their market value was to stay on a team to try and and do something. It's possible that Malkin will take that team-friendly deal because he's already intimated that that he might. At some point in a press conference earlier this season, he said. You know, I've, I'm already very wealthy. Or he made some kind of comment like that. He's like, I, I've got enough money or, or something like that to, to kind of in a joking way, like suggest, you know, uh, whatever his contract is, uh, that he his preference would be to stay in Pittsburgh. Um, and he and Crosby and Malkin are, are very good friends, uh, you know, away from the, the team. Um, they're very close. So uh, so that could factor into it as well. But Latang, I, 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 I'm, I got, I've, he kind of holds his cards close to the vest and, and I don't really have that much of a read on him. Um, you know, I, it, he could very well want to, to test the, the free agency waters and go to the highest bidder. I, I don't get that feeling that he's so into Pittsburgh that he would take less money to stay. Well, that'll just about do it for the, uh, for the Pengs. Listen, it's going to be uh, for, for a lot of these teams. It's going to be a very interesting offseason to see what happens uh, with with everybody's free agents, um, what time of, of what type of cap implications um, go on. But you know, Arizona, Seattle, those those teams, they have a lot of cap space and they they plan on using it this 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 offseason. So it's going to be very interesting to 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 see what happens for sure. Um, by way of being a moron we get more listeners. There has been so many people who have listened to the spit and chicklets podcast. There's been a ton. There's tons of people that listen to that, right? 
Oh God, yeah, that's a that's a big. It's that's it's a, the number one big, it's the number one hockey podcast, yeah. right? Other than that's, maybe that's, Thirty Two Thoughts with Elliot Friedman. I mean that that's great. I listen to that all the time. Um, that's where I steal all my information from. I'm only kidding. No. Um, I I openly tell you that I stole it from him. Um, but I mean, this guy goes on a fucking rant about the Penguins in in the first round series and and. More specifically to the penalty that Rodriguez took against uh, Lindgren. So let's let's take a listen to Biz and see what he has to say. I know I mentioned last podcast one of the worst rules, if not the worst rule in the NHL, is when All the right. referee calls the five. Just so hold on, this is this is about the helmet rule. I didn't hear this one. Um, I, I I think I bookmarked the wrong one. We can get the replay on it, but then has to call two. <laughs> All right, you were bringing bringing it up. And the fact that Lafreniere, and and keep in mind, when I'm bitching about the Rodriguez situation, I don't even need Lindgren to get the penalty there. I just don't need you to call a bullshit penalty on Rodriguez. Just like I don't want to call on Lafreniere, why the fuck does he have to leave the ice and isn't allowed to play the puck when Lafreniere didn't need to? The puck had already left. The battle was already done. He puts him in a headlock and rips his helmet off. Now, some people were saying, oh, well, you could just like bend over and grab your helmet and put it back on. Uh, Oh, yeah, you're just going to stop in the midst of the play, take your glove off. And the problem with that is, well, most of you trap with. Take your glove off. Of of course you would just put the helmet on. It takes far where he was in that position. It was so much easier to pick the helmet up and put it on so you don't have to go to the fucking bench and someone else has to come on. Oh, hello. You think it's that easy to pick something up and put it on your head? Chin strap is still done up. Put your helmet on. Oh. Look, he doesn't have to undo the chin strap because it's so fucking loose that he can just put it on his head without undoing the chin strap. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah. Good call there, man. There goes 15 seconds, and then you're right back in the same exact situation you would have been anyway. So it's it's the NHL. I don't know who overthought this and decided that this should be a rule. Hey, if the guy wants to stay out there and play without a helmet, McTavish did it for many years and he's fine. I really hope next season there is a player who goes. And, and they overreact and just go, I got to pick up my helmet and put it on my head because it's so difficult. Fucking great. But they're doing this for players' safety. Oh, fuck it. They're a joke. Yeah. No, they're they're doing safety. it because some lawyer told them you have to do it. Well, it's just like the fucking nets around the arena. You think that everybody who goes to, the, to a hockey game wants to catch a puck. They absolutely do. But now it's so much harder to catch a puck because you have nets that are blocking things because some little girl died. And I'm, I'm not saying that is a bad thing. Look, the Nets should be up there to protect well, It me. was a bad thing. Are you kidding? It was a horrible thing. Way, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I meant. It was a hor- It is a horrible thing. I'm not but, saying it's a bad thing. <laughs> but, you know. Poor Britney Cecil. You are fucking heartless, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's just a fucking net. Relax. But he is taking so much slack. How does it take 15 seconds to bend over and pick up a helmet and put it on your head? There has been so many people on Rangers Twitter going, is there a Rangers podcast I can listen to? Because I can't listen to spit and chicklets anymore. And I mean, this is the hat right here. I want you to count. What are you doing? Don't drop it. (gasps) You dropped it. Yeah. Go. Two, three. It's like three. It was like three and a half seconds. Three and a half seconds. But I could have scored eight times in that amount. But but no no you you forgot to complain to the ref that someone pulled your hat off. So you got to do that first, and then throw my arms up first. Right, and do all that. But I I I I put the friends and rivals podcast Twitter handle in there, and I even put some some shows on there for people so that they can they can they can find friends and rivals podcast so you got if, you got your fucking rangers fill tonight if if, oh. if you if you are a former spitting chicklets uh listener and have now enjoyed the friends of rivals podcast i say welcome 
welcome. Let us know on Twitter at friends underscore rivals. If you are listening to this podcast because you fucking now hate biz on spitting chicklets and can't can't put the helmet on in 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 the tnt thing that they do uh it's the studio show they're so bad it it is on even listen gretzky is i mean no he's he's not he's not a broad he's not broadcast material not he's not a personality studio and you're right He's not a personality. You're 100% right. Let him be an ambassador to the game in, in other ways other than trying to draw up some ratings on TNT. I just, it's, he, it's bad. It is really Guys like bad. that are like, 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 guys like Gretzky, and, and don't nail me for putting Crosby and Gretzky in the same sentence, but guys like Gretzky and, and Crosby are like these weird, like, autistic sort of hockey autism things, right? Like, they're, they're, they're just, they're kind of like you just, trying to form a sentence. Exactly, precisely. Like how much like cold medicine became, are you on right now? Oh my god, <laughs> Bill! I've known you for like thirty years. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just mark it. Fifty minutes in, we're good. Fifty minutes in. <laughs> But let us know, and we say welcome to one and all. You will love it here, ish. Yeah, because it's Tom's podcast, and he's a Rangers fan, and you'll get your fill of Rangers. <laughs> I yeah, and like you said, you'll get the I shit on the Devils. You'll get everything a Rangers fan wants. You'll get pro Rangers coverage, and you'll get shit on the Islanders, shit on the Devils coverage. That's everything uh, you guys want. The, the, the last two years, I got to tell you, it was miserable at this time of the year doing this podcast and having to listen to Nick just talk about the Islanders over and over. And I mean, look, it's it's depressing when he does it now, but to, to, to have them have success pained me. So I'm getting all of that out right now. And I, I, I expect more pain the second round, but we'll, we'll see. My just for the record, for those of you keeping score at home, also my eight dollar and fifty five cent on uh, bet on the Rangers to win the series against Carolina will net me fourteen dollars and seventy cents when the Rangers win. Wow! Wow! Rangers in uh, seven, yeah, by the money. way. Rangers in seven, by the way. Okay. First. Rangers in seven. I I, I got to be honest with you. I have no feeling on on how this series is going. It's this is as down the middle as it can get. I thought they would have handled Boston a little bit more thoroughly, even though I picked Boston in the series. I still think it was going to be a fairly quick series, but they let Boston really the home team won every game in that series. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And now it's time for trivia with bill Ugh. now this is the wrong bell all right trivia question number 72 is it paul bissonette <laughs> that is incorrect okay do you want the multiple choice no. um what did florida panthers fans throw on the ice Oh, God, this is so fucking easy. During the 1995-96 season. It is easy, isn't it? It yeah, is. Absolutely. It's going to be a short one, quick one. Octopus. No, no, that, that's the Detroit Red Wings do that. Okay. No, not that. That's Sorry. not the Florida Panthers. That's oh, well, they, they threw actual live Panthers <laughs> on the ice. Oh, that would be very dangerous. Did you imagine trying to all. smuggle um, a Panther into the arena? No, no. I'm going to say uh, the the fans in Florida were all all had this premonition that somewhere down the line there would be another team in the NHL, and they decided to throw Kraken onto the ice. Well, that's an octopus, isn't it? Isn't it a fucking Kraken? An different, different kind of octopus. I, I I didn't even know what Kraken was an octopus. Is it is um, it Kraken? Is it what is it? Uh, but it was not a Kraken. No. Huh. Release the Kraken! Oh, yeah, that's an octopus, right? Weird. I don't know. Uh, they threw pucks. It's a hockey game. Well, no, that would that would just confuse people. I'm gonna uh, say no, no to that. 
everybody knows that when something good at a hockey game happens, you throw your hat onto the ice. Oh, damn it. Oh, Patrick's. No. Yes. That is not what they threw on the ice during the 1995-86 season, uh, except uh, uh, unless I guess obviously if there was a hat trick, then I think they obviously they probably did. But that's not what they're going for. That's not the multiple choice answer. Ninety-five, ninety-six. I'm not. I would say helmets, but nobody would know what to do with them because once a helmet is on the ice, it's like, what do you do? I don't know what to do. Well, no, fucking Craig McTavish was in the league back then. What oh, right. Doing? Yeah. He's, he wouldn't be able to do nothing ever happened to him. Nothing. It's not like they're not shooting the puck, you know, 15 miles an hour faster now with these sticks than with wood sticks back then. But, you know. The answer is not Roman War helmets, no. Okay. Ooh. With battle damage? Um, is that uh, South they, Florida, no, right? No, South they, Florida? They, this, no, they, actually, I, I have it. And this is, this is why they're all banned now. So if you go to a sporting event, you're, you're not allowed. You, you get like a Gatorade or a water or something. They take the caps off off oh bottle caps bottle caps they threw bottle caps no no they didn't throw bottle caps uh but yeah i do wonder how that evolved that whole we have to take the cap away thing i think actually to be honest with you i think it was a in it was a fuck of course it was philadelphia it was a it was an eagles game where they got hosed out of some call and everybody threw fucking the caps onto the field I think it was an well, no. If you throw a water bottle with a cap on it, it becomes a projectile. If you throw a water bottle without a cap on it, the water flies out and it loses speed. It's not as heavy. Look at that big brain on Steve. Really, your logic is wow. Crazy. That's well. That's what they told me that's when I got arrested. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, what panther? Is it uh, rubbers? Did they throw rubbers onto the ice? Why would they throw rubbers onto the ice? I don't know, guy. You know, you're, you're talking condoms, right? Yeah. What? No, oh. I'm talking fucking rubbers for their shoes so they don't slip. Sylvester, Use don't forget your rubbers. Used or unused? I just need a <laughs> clarification if it's used. used. Or unused. Of course, used. Uh, is that one no, of the? No, that's is that not one the of the multiple choice by chance? <laughs> I think we got to go to Tommy. Do we have to go to the multiple choice? Well, no, not not yet. I mean, look, it's it's South Florida, South Florida, South Florida. Cocaine. So, yeah, it's say cocaine. Something. Like a Cuban sandwich. Was not a not a cocaine Cuban sandwich. Wow, starving. we got any cocaine Cuban sandwiches around here? I don't cocaine know. Cuban sandwiches <laughs> sounds fucking I'm delicious. Starving. Holy shit! Wow. Just save um, the Cuban sandwich part. <laughs> empanada. Nah. What's <laughs> I'm gonna. Should I give you a hint that that it's not food? Oh. It's not really food. Oh. That went out on that. Well, how do you know it's not food? Yeah, I mean, that's 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 not, not typical human. It's food subjective. That's say. very subjective. I, mean, I don't yeah. know. I mean, certain part. I won't even say. I mean, I'm sure some fucking Chinese. Oh, rats! I just oh, can't no. We can't say racist things. That's what? why I stopped myself. Racist thing? That said, a restaurant might have something like that. That's like, how is that being racist? I'm not saying. Did you ever live behind a restaurant? Oh, I did. I don't even know how I'm going to edit this now. <laughs> what? What is so bad about this? Wow. Okay. Just everybody, if you're new to the podcast, if you're new to the podcast, Tom lives in Florida. I'm so it's okay. Sesame chicken in here. So it's okay. Um, I, I actual gotta... one good restaurant. The food place it got taken over by new owners i guess new people and the food is not as good as it was and now i i need a new food place but there is like multiple restaurants that this has happened to so when we we had two good food restaurants and now we have no good food restaurants down here it's very frustrating yes our, our listeners i'm sure feel your- and this has been food restaurants with tom harkness <laughs> I'm going to go review them all and be like the barstool guy. Oh, be like Dave Portnoy. I, I have a feeling like a top five rest, restaurant list. Is coming oh, up no, no. Top Ooh. five food menu items. No. Oh, I, I, only yeah. eat, I only eat three. Yeah. So I don't Fucking know. Dumplings. Oh, my. Okay. Uh, can we get. I, I'm insisting we go to multiple choice now. <laughs> okay. A. Rats. B. Catfish. Ooh. C. Lobsters, uh, D, 
octopuses, which we already well, listen, you have to know that that the where the Florida Panthers are in Sunrise, yeah, it's in a very well-to-do neighborhood. So you think it's lobsters? It's very hoity-toity over there. So I, I mean. Were they I'm playing thinking. there in 1996? Have they moved arenas? No, they, they've always been in Sunrise. Okay. So I, 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 I'm, I got to think that it, it's lobsters. Okay, so Tom's going lobsters. Lobsters. Uh, I already said octopi. We know that's not the answer. What were the other two? Rats or catfish? I'm going catfish. <laughs> One of us got to be right. One of us got to be right. And neither of you are correct. What? Which means it's octopus. Ra- oh, rats. R- rats. Oh, rats. For those oh. of you new to the podcast, rats. Tom and I intentionally get the answers wrong during this segment. We knew it was rats the whole time. So are you telling me that Chinese food places don't use substitute rats or cats? No, or they that don't. That's that? disgusting. You can't be. You can't say these things. Why? We're a nationally syndicated program. What am I supposed to say? First of all, you can't say it. Second of all, you are immediately immediately eliminating Chinese restaurants from the list of sponsors we can possibly get by saying this. And Tom, please. Tom, this is a podcast. I want you to stop peeling the corners of your eyes back like that while you say those things. I, I am not doing anything of the sort. What are you talking Shogun, about? Shogun 27 now is never going to sponsor us. They're great, though. What's the, like what's the, what's the Chinese restaurant that's in all the malls? In fact, I know a mall Chinese restaurant. Panda Express, oh, never going to be okay. a sponsor of the show now. <laughs> that's, that's that bit Eddie Murphy did. I'll have a Big Mac. Large fry and a strawberry shake. <laughs> no, you don't remember that when he was like, when the Chinese people come over here and make fun <laughs> of that. Uh, God damn. If we are, if we are, uh, 529. <laughs> wow. This, nobody's ever going to hear all of this stuff. They're going to miss out on all of this gold. <laughs> fucking John Panette going to a fucking all you can eat Chinese food. <laughs> You'll be up for hour. You leave now. Walking in saying, me and a bunch of my friends are going, we're all coming from Weight Watchers. We're all going off the wagon tonight. Goddamn. Uh, all right, let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. <laughs> oh, that feels better. This one's going to bring us to the year of our Lord, 2015. <clears throat> Please go to May 20th. May 20th. And let us know what you ate that day. May 20th, 2015 was a Wednesday. I enjoyed a Coca-Cola Zero 20 ounce for breakfast with a Milky Way. Of course. Of, of, of course. Lunch was a bacon single cheeseburger from Shake Shack with fries and a Coke Zero. But don't worry, everyone, because I went on the elliptical for 20 minutes after I got home from work that day to just burn all those calories. There you go. Dinner was a delicious chicken sandwich and appetizer. Uh, probably cheese curds at Buffalo Wild Wings. Fucking cheese. Those cheese curds. Because are Wednesday, phenomenal. Wednesday, May 20th, 2015, was a guy's night out. Oh. Fantastic. So now I will ask you, Tom, why did you pick Wednesday, May the 20th? That was, I, I mean, I know. We, we, you do. Ooh. You do know? Ooh. Go for it. I think I know. Well, and now it's time for trivia <laughs> with Tom. <laughs> no, no, Bill, Yuck. go ahead. Bill, if, if you know it, I, I want to I hear it. Did you pick the last time the Rangers completed a 3-1 comeback against the Penguins? No, that was 14, not 15. Uh, oh. Uh, it would have been, been topical. Would have been topical. But I tried to let last week we, we started talking about late late night talk show hosts and stuff like that. That was David Letterman's final episode that he aired it was uh, May twentieth, two thousand and fifteen. Now take your pencil and fling it, fling it behind. Yeah, woohoo! That was uh, yeah. 
was a bad, that was that was an hour and ten. That's not well, maybe maybe closer to an hour and five, maybe an hour. But we haven't not, wrapped it up yet. Stupid, we're not done yet. I mean, we're we're close enough. But you didn't. <laughs> but you didn't. Say it's, goodbye like to everybody. A, it's not like we're going to go on another fucking rant about Chinese food. You're breaking down the fourth wall right now by uh, giving everybody the post-game commentary. Just that, Can I just say, hey, best wishes to Hugh Weber and Steve Cangelosi, who both left the Devils organization in one way or another uh, this past week. What does that make them? Smarter no than us. No, um... Listen, uh, I, I didn't even know who the fuck that first person was. No, I mean, he, he had no he had hand, no hands on actual devils, like player personnel moves or anything like that. He was strictly, you know, behind the scenes, hiring and firing the right people. Oh, well, all right, good. Well, I'm glad he's gone. And uh, listen, Gangelosi, I mean, he uh, he went it's up gonna... a couple octaves when, when he when he called the devil's yeah. role. He, uh, he, he definitely, his passion level for the game was, was certainly there. Um, so I, I definitely commend. It's going to be interesting to see where he pops up now because he, he left for a better opportunity, they're saying. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. What's better than the Devils? He was, he's very big with MLS. Oh, really? So I don't know if it's something with MLS on a, on a grander scale. Um. I don't know. I think ESPN has their broadcast rights, maybe more of a national face for broadcasting soccer. I don't know. Soccer. Um, yeah. but, but the lobbyists are already out trying to trying to get uh, the job for Don LaGreca. Well, you are. You're the lobbyist. There <laughs> were several comments made on several Devils Facebook groups echoing Listen, my sentiments. Don LaGreca is our perfect number two on the radio. Well. We're going to take your number two and make it our number one. For for as much as Kenny Albert does does national games, he, he misses a lot. So having Don LaGreca there is really good. I, I actually like Don LaGreca a lot. But to, does he have a face for TV? I mean, he's got a face for radio, for sure. Does Ken Danico have a face for TV? No. But listen, they put Ken fucking Danico on the NHL network. No, no. You mark my words right now. Kevin Weeks. Nope. Now I don't know if he could do play by play. Why he he did play by play for the for the NHL Network this year? No, he, he, that wasn't really play. Too. That was like two guys hanging out watching the game. That wasn't really like play by play. It was play by play. They were calling the game. Well, actually, he wasn't. He was color commentary. He wasn't doing the, the play by play. So um, you're probably right. Unfortunately, it sounds like there's a lot of call for Leah Hextall to get. Oh God in heaven! You will have. But I would think that's a step back then too. No. You would have the two most unlistable, unlistenable people yeah. broadcasting Devils game, one on TV and one on the fucking radio with Matt Lachlan. Maybe they should just give it to Matt Lachlan. No, he already had it. Um, they're saying that if they do hire Leah Hextall, though, it would be a big ticket push because nobody would want to watch the game on TV. <laughs> that, that, that is true. I, I, you know what? If it Genius came down between Leah Hextall and Matt Lachlan, I would listen to Matt Lachlan. They they wouldn't they would they wouldn't do that right they wouldn't do that come on I don't even I'm not even familiar with this Leah Hextall person I, I'm gonna have to look into really? this she did a all the she did a have. couple Calgary Dallas games and literally put me to sleep it was awful awful all right yes we've got another five minutes sorry Steve. all right that's gonna do it for the Steve is listen for for those of you new to the podcast Steve is really hell bent on doing a forty five minute podcast he thinks that is the most ideal time to do a podcast it really is and we will never ever do a 45 minute podcast that was an hour that was an hour five without nick and nick is a talker uh i missed randy tonight i wish i really wish he was oh me too so bad oh well listen we really want to get his insight lined up for next oh can't wait so can't wait for that. So uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at friends underscore rivals. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will read them on the air if you want us to. Turn on notifications so you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals podcast. Billy, say something, Woody.
So there's good news and bad news. So the good news is thanks to the, uh, the, the pushback on the Spit and Chicklets podcast, we've had a rise in our listenership of about 30%, which is phenomenal. So thank you for that. Uh, the bad news, most of them are Ranger fans and our average IQ of our listeners has dropped 30 hey. points. Hey. So that's the bad news. Well, and uh, one last thing, and I'm sorry for doing this. It's about fucking time, Alex, that you fucking followed us on Twitter, by the way. Jesus Christ. Sing us out. Oh, my friends and rivals. Fly as fuck, fly as fuck. He'll like that. If he listens to the end, I don't that I don't know. <laughs> oh, we'll we'll find out now if he we'll does. We'll find out. <laughs>